Happy Monday and welcome to Reading the Bible is Easy-ish. I'm Hogan Brock and he is Harrison Litzel. Harrison, we're back for the first time in a couple of weeks. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. It's uh, I was talking to somebody today who's in Virginia um, and they were asking whether or not it felt like fall here in Georgia. And um, I thought I forgot that was an option. I forgot that that was something that was available to us. Uh, and so, no, it doesn't feel like fall yet here in Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's not miserable, but... Uh, yeah, I just kind of forget about seasons being something here as we are uh, in September. Yeah. Uh, what about what about Toronto? Is it still mildly pleasant in Toronto? Uh, yesterday was like 63 Fahrenheit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, starting to cool down. People are wearing like light jackets and stuff now. So yeah, no, it's uh, it feels like fall here and it'll be winter like in six weeks. So <laughs> I appreciate that you're acclimated enough to say Fahrenheit when you say it's 63 degrees, but also mm-hmm. not like... I, I sure hope it's 63 Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Celsius yeah, yeah. No, that would be, uh, that'd that be a problem. Dangerous. Uh, and, yeah, not even, not only dangerous, but uh, lethal, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, like the, the low 40s are like 100 and something. So that would yeah. be, uh, that would be <laughs> yeah, no, it feels like fall here a little bit. Uh, I, I do have friends who are melting down about winter coming back. Mm. Um, and I'm just, i'm ready for it like i had a fantasy the other day about mittens like i'm really excited to wear <laughs> mittens again so um, you have the mittens that have the string that go up your sleeves and across the coat do you have those mittens no uh maybe that's just a kid's thing i don't know that i'm from florida like lunacy. It, it's a thing i think somewhere all, all those people who send us emails somebody email us and tell us if you have a coat that's got, or a mittens that's got a string that goes through the coat okay <laughs> sure uh <laughs> I don't know where to yeah transition uh we're going to talk about first corinthians uh chapter 1 18 to 24 this week uh we'll use the nrsv updated edition like we normally do uh so yeah first corinthians chapter 1 verses 18 to 24 for the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to those but to us who are being saved is the power of god for it is written i will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scholar? Where is the debater of this age? Has God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom, God decided through the foolishness of the proclamation to save those who believe. For Jews ask for signs and Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified a stumbling block to Jews, and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. So I'll start by saying that this this has as many commas as I would expect Paul to have. Uh, Yeah, yeah. What what are your impressions uh, of this text? Is this uh, something you're familiar with at all? Yeah, yeah, I know this text. Um, it's one that I've I've wrestled with before. This idea, that opening verse you read, of verse eighteen, for the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved is the power of God. Uh, I think the kind of shorthand for that verse I've heard is just the that the cross is foolishness to those who don't believe. Um, and I've wrestled with that back and forth as that kind of being a this idea that our faith doesn't make sense. It's just something you have to believe. Um, but then on the other hand, not always being satisfied with that um, and, and spending a good bit of my life at this point uh, wrestling with understanding uh, and, and thinking I believe that is something that is good and holy 
Um, and it's what I do for a living now. Like that's been a big part of my life. And so kind of this back and forth of is the cross foolishness or, or is there a way to make sense of it? Is there a path to understanding um, or is it just, no, it, there is no understanding to it. And um, yeah, kind of wrestling back and forth with it. I think the, the way that I, I I'm not super familiar with this text uh, other than the verse 18, like kind of knowing that the cross is foolishness uh, phrase. The way that I've heard this frame, though, before is similar to, like, uh, Paul says, there's no longer slave nor free, Jew mm -hmm. or Gentile, like that sort of stuff. It's like a uh, divisions sort of thing, like a racing division sort of thing. But I think the, like, yeah, trying to make sense of the cross, I think, is an interesting angle to approach this from. It's not something I've thought about a whole lot before. Um, the first thing my mind went to was trying to... Like, what would be the equivalent of Greeks desire the wise and Jews uh, ask for signs? Um, and I'm not sure that I have, like, a, a straight one-to-one, -one, but I, I think about, um, I don't know. I'm, I, I guess I hesitate to, to name two things that are opposed like that. Um, yeah, I wonder if that resonates with you at all. Yeah, when, when you read that part, I did just have this thought of, Paul is kind of breaking people down into categories, right? And then mm -hmm. saying that followers of Christ don't fit into either of this, but instead are calling, kind of following this third way. Um, he's setting up a dichotomy and then and then saying there's a third way, and that's where the followers of Christ go. And again, that's something that I, I feel like I wrestle with, whether or not the following of Christ is something that is unimaginable without Christ, or is it something like, no, this path is there and is able to be found with or without the person mm -hmm. of Jesus, with or without knowledge of Christ, um, is this path um, knowable uh, to people? Um, and, and as I say it now, that sounds a lot like Plagianism, which is, you know, a, a pretty big uh, historical heresy. Um, so th there's that. But uh, yeah, I still I still wrestle with that. Um, and I appreciate this text being here because I think it allows me to kind of enter into that conversation and invites invites me into it. And I, and I, I appreciate that invitation and think that my faith is... Um, deeper because of it uh mm. but it's still a point of um uncertainty yeah yeah paul doesn't leave a whole lot of room for gray in this text mm. I, there are other places in paul where um particularly like i don't like was it acts a few weeks ago no i used that for a sermon um there was a text that i was reading that i was like oh like there's a lot of room uh in what paul's mm. saying here um this is not one of those texts right like it's there's Jews, there's Greeks, and then there's the right way that's Christian um, mm -hmm. from Paul's perspective. What I'd be interested to do, I think, is is to take this text and put it beside other texts where Paul is talking about uh, the cross or what Jesus' death meant, those sorts of things, and and put it side by side. We talk about we've talked about before that Paul uh, Paul is someone who changes in Paul's writing. Mm -hmm. uh, like there's theology being figured out along the way. Um, and so, yeah, totally. Right now, 1 Corinthians chapter 18, or for, uh, chapter 1, uh, there's a very definitive version of Paul. I, I just wonder if that holds true. Like, I, I don't know points of comparison, but I wonder if that holds true. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think that part of, I think part of what I've been kind of doing as I've been talking about this even is using the cross as shorthand for, 
faith in Jesus and, and following Christ. And uh, I don't even know whether that's fair of this passage, if that's what Paul's actually talking about. Um, and if how often he does that, I don't, I feel like there are times when Paul does that, when the cross is kind of shorthand for a lot more. Um, but I don't know if that's always an appropriate read uh, of, of the way that he's, he's discussing this. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, this, I, I would read it. I initially I was reading as like specifically cross, but it probably here, it feels like shorthand, right? Like to, con- to say Jews and Greeks, like these broad yeah. generalizations of groups of people. Um, it seems like there's also this third grouping. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you were going to spend more time with this text this week, is there anything else you'd want to look at or, um, yeah, I don't know. Think about yeah, I think I think I want to zoom out a little bit and and read the just the first chapter of the mm-hmm. first Corinthians. I know that's not the whole context of the of the passage, but I feel like that might give me a little bit more uh, to to work with than just this kind of excerpt from the passage. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of clicking through here and looking at uh, what comes after this. Um, seems like Paul's playing with the word wisdom a little bit, right? And in, in mm-hmm. chapter two, we begin. We, there's this section that uh, the NRSV is titled "The True Wisdom of God." Um, so Paul talks about wisdom here and then and changes it around and gives it a new definition. So yeah, the, the context here is, as I said, I'm not familiar with this text. Uh, so that would be important for me. Uh, Harrison, uh, we joke about this, uh, being a podcast that most of your parents listen to, but uh, you've got a podcast coming out later this week. Would you want to shout that out for anybody who happens to be interested? Yeah, sure. And if it's just my parents, they can, they can listen to it too. They, they've, uh, shown themselves as, as true fans. So uh, <laughs> the podcast is called Children in Church. Uh, this is a podcast I'm doing in the capacity of my job at the Boss Center for Baptist Leadership. Uh, it's a podcast for folks who work in children's ministry, um, whether that be uh, Sunday school teachers, VBS volunteers, camp chaperones, uh, ministers, directors, anybody who works with children in church. Uh, we're going to have a different conversation each week uh, with different experts and folks who deal with ideas within children's ministry um, and always be keeping an eye on what does this mean for the folks who have children under care once a week, once a month, whatever that looks like. Um, I'm really excited about about it. It's going to be a lot of introduction of topics and tools and resources. The conversations I've had with people have been incredible and I'm just really happy to share this with folks. So it's called Children in Church. You can find it wherever you are uh, listening to this podcast now and we will find it. Yeah, check that out if you're interested. Uh, know that it's Harrison and like guests every week, right? So it's mm-hmm. not just Harrison's yeah. voice. Not that uh, you want to d- minimize that at all, but uh, there are, are other experts coming on. So yeah, check that out. If you've made it this far and you have enjoyed what you've heard and want to get it every week, please like and subscribe wherever you found us. Um, and if you know someone who you think would enjoy the podcast, uh, feel free to sh- uh, send it their way to post it and share it with those uh, yeah, who you think would like it. We really appreciate you listening and until next week, keep trying to read the Bible.